Before we start today's episode of Zillennial Canon, we just wanted to let you know that there's a link in our description to some friends of the pod, including Adam's second podcast, Aggressively Okay, that he hosts with Joe, Back to Back, SeltzerCast, and a few others that we know you'll enjoy. Thanks for supporting us, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Everybody, and welcome to the first ever Zillennial Cannon phone a fan contest. This is Zillennial Cannon. I'm Kira. That was good. Uh, my name is Adam Sidorius, and we have a very special guest today. Would she like to introduce herself? Hey, besties. I'm Abby, said fan, here live on the pod to talk about Zillennial Queen Amanda Bynes and this iconic film. <laughs> Hell yes. So, Abby. How did you find us? (laughs) So uh, it's actually a very specific story. On election night 2020, I was watching Max Keeble's big move so that I didn't have to watch the election results come in as you do as a 24-year-old woman. And I thought to myself, I wonder if anyone has ever done a podcast about this movie before because it's a masterpiece and I thrive off of hearing other people's opinions. So I searched Max Keeble's big move in Spotify, found the pod, became Twitter mutuals with Adam and Kira, became TikTok mutuals, and then just started incessantly sending them TikToks. And now here I am. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) what's funny, because like back in uh, like prior to meeting you, me and Kira always like talked about that. Like, what if someone just like finds us like that's Mm -hmm. not already our friend? Like, what if someone like what if one person actually finds us? Oh, and someone did. Someone sure did. Well, we do have Nick uh, Bim, who has uh, become a very close friend of the pod. And now Abby is also a very close friend of the pod. Just uh, again, this is right up there with uh, Jean Dielman, your honorary Z Cannon Award winner. I would go as far to say you're part of the Fast and Furious family. Like, you're invited to the barbecue. Mm. La Familia. Yeah. La Familia. I have to say, still haven't seen a single one of the films, but it's an honor to be, just to be nominated. I will change that. I'm going to try to change that. We'll see. We'll see. So, you brought um, She's the Man to us. Why specifically that movie? So, I was actually, when I was trying to think of movies to to do on the on this episode of the pod I was surprised that you hadn't already done she's the man it feels very like quintessential zillennial to me if only for the reason that Amanda Bynes is in it like I think anything with Amanda Bynes would be considered zillennial canon but um yeah I don't I associate she's the man a lot with like sleepovers for some reason like it was a really good sleepover movie I feel like everyone had it on dvd there was never a point in my life where someone would be like no I don't want to watch she's the man like it was just a really good like classic funny, goofy, like, high-energy teen movie, I feel like. So I thought that you guys should do it. Yeah, I had not seen this movie prior really? to... Yeah, no, I... Oh, my devastating. God. I... <laughs> yeah, I remember I told Abby that, and she did not take the news well. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and, you know, I, I think I always associate this movie with, like, block because like I would go to Blockbuster or Hollywood Video or like one of those rental stores and I like it, I had never seen this movie but it would always be like at the front of the store or like like right at the front of like the comedy section which I would like 
go to um, on a reg. So, like, it's just a movie I've always known of his existence, and I love Amanda Bynes, so, like, I have always, like, you know, kind of sort of wanted to see it, and I assumed we would cover it on the pod at some point. So I was never in a rush to watch it on my own, because I knew this day would come, and here we are. Yeah, well, I'm really interested to hear what you think about it, watching it for the first time in <laughs> this, the year of our Lord, 2021, because uh, it's very 2006, and, like, you can tell. So, yeah, I'm very curious to see what you thought. Um, yeah, I always, um, I saw this, like, at my local movie theater that I talk about a lot at, I think, like, one of my cousin's birthday parties or something, um, but I was, like, a huge fan of Amanda Bynes, like, Amanda show, obviously, um, just gonna plug Moody's pod again, Nick Bim's pod, uh, with friend of the pod Aaron Rose O'Brien, where they, uh, break down every single episode of Moody's Point, um, but... Yeah, Amanda Bynes was, like, a fave, and I just, like, saw anything that she was in. I feel like this was the first, like, mature thing that I saw that she was in. Um, Other than, like, Sydney White, I can't remember which one came first, but... I think um, this one one was, like, a year before, yeah. Yeah, I feel like this was, like, one of the first, like, PG-13-ish comedies that I was, like, ooh, but... Yeah, I mean, it holds up. It's pretty funny. There's just, like, some weird, like, gay panic and gender stuff. But, like, you know, that's Shakespeare, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Too no, much. I agree. I thought it held up, like, better than I thought it would. It was just a lot of, uh, a lot more, like, forced heteronormativity than I obviously, like, remembered or would have, like, processed at the age mm-hmm. where I was first watching it. Uh, okay, I... <laughs> <laughs> Adam. <laughs> I don't know where to begin with this movie because I, okay. <laughs> I, I I knew like the general basics like she like pretends to be I didn't know it was her brother and like I knew she pretended to be a guy to get somewhere I didn't even know like that it was for soccer like I didn't know it was a school I didn't know what it was um so I knew like very like fundamental basics going into it and I was genuinely like I didn't don't don't like throw the eggs at me or the tomatoes. I didn't find this movie funny, but I was genuinely entertained the entire time at just how ridiculous the plot got. Like, okay, well, take that up with William Shakespeare. <laughs> don't <laughs> don't tell us about it. Should we call Adam out for literally just finding out pre-recording that this was based on Shakespeare? Yeah, I'm sorry. I, for the listeners, I am truly sorry that I didn't assume that She's the Man 2006 was based on Shakespeare. I How, how, well, how I mean, ignorant of me. It's also very, like, loosely based on it. Like, literally, Malvolio is like a tarantula in this. Like, it, it has nothing to do with Shakespeare, other than the fact that she, like, dresses up like a guy to, like, have her way. Like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, my favorite Shakespeare play is the one where Channing Tatum puts a tampon up his nose. Like, that is my favorite <laughs> oh, Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah, iconic moments in history. I Can I just say, I'm so sorry. Literally, just last week, you guys were saying how you love uh, when, like, unconventionally attractive guys are the stars of rom-coms. And then it's me as, like, the big bird breaking down the door meme of, like, Channing Tatum time. <laughs> no, that's okay, because Channing Tatum... I've never found him, like, like physically attractive, but, like, I think the fact that he is so funny and so charismatic yeah. just, like, makes him that much more attractive. So I agree with you there. 
Yeah, I think it was around, like, the 21 Jump Street time where I was really like, oh, he's, like, really funny. Like, he's genuinely a great actor. Mm-hmm. And I, I gotta say, might be a controversial take here. I think he's Hollywood's best himbo. I think so. I don't think that's controversial at all. Yeah. Okay, I didn't, well, I didn't know if there was, like, a another leading himbo that I wasn't aware of, but I think he is the best one. No, is Channing Tatum not the himbo blueprint? I, I think that. he is, definitely. Absolutely, yeah. I rewatched yeah. Magic Mike a few weeks ago, and I'm just, like, reminded constantly of how that's, like, a flawless movie. <laughs> like, um, everyone went in thinking that they were just gonna watch, like, a sexy stripper movie, and it was, like, a crime drama. <laughs> it's really good, but XXL just... is the masterpiece, in my opinion. No, I know, yeah. He's yeah. a uh, himbo entrepreneur. Both of those movies are really good. Stream the Magic Mike. Uh... Yeah. It's not a trilogy. What do you call just a... Duology. Duology. Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't Both know. are great movies. Though. Check them out if you haven't seen <laughs> the them. The two movies. Uh, the two movies. The two films. <laughs> Magic Mike one and the two. The double feature. <laughs> I hate saying like Magic Mike XXL. Like it's I hate when things title. have like I know, but I hate I hate when things have like dumb names. Like what's like um what's like the most embarrassing named thing that you order at like a restaurant or like a fast food place like something with like a really oh. embarrassing mm. name tijuana flats when i get the sauce uh slap my ass and call me salad <laughs> <laughs> and also i want to say that sauce is what fucked up the mama mia episode two weeks ago oh okay so never order that ever again because our episode was like a week late <laughs> I was like, I think Bestie, I'm like, Bestie, I had Tijuana tonight, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> um, my order at Cold Stone is called Cookie, Don't You Want Some? And I hate how, like, their small, medium, large is, like, like it, love it. And then I think the largest one is, is it Gotta Have It or something? Yeah, for sure it is. Oh, <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> but I'm always like, can I get a love it, Cookie, Don't You Want Some? <laughs> Can I admit something? I've never been to Cold Stone Creamery before. Bestie. Wow. I'm just admitting a lot <laughs> Can't tonight. relate. You gotta yeah. go. No, I'm more of a frozen yogurt guy, apparently. Oh, well, that's mm. very 2006, so. True. Cold Abby, Stone you... Creamery isn't. Oh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> Abby, do you order anything embarrassingly named? I was just trying to think of one. I, like, can't think of one off the top of my head, but it reminds me of that Parks and Rec episode where they're at the, like, Rainforest Cafe kind of <laughs> restaurant, and they're all yeah. doing that, like, for the entire scene. <laughs> I hate Rainforest Cafe. Excuse I love, me? God. I love, I love, like, how it, like, smells like fake water, kind of. But then it yeah. has, like, the worst food you've ever had in your whole life. Um, The chicken strips at Rainforest Cafe are amazing and I especially love when there's an animatronic dodo bird just like sitting next to me like squawking the entire time (laughs) the ambient thunderstorm noises that's not like appealing to you I mean yeah I I like the vibes I don't like the food I would go there just to like have like a drink that's like dyed blue or something but I would never go beyond that I don't think ever again no, I'm. Are all of the rainforest cafes closed now? No, there's one in here in Disney Springs in Orlando. Yeah. yeah. Is the one attached to Animal Kingdom closed? I think so. Was there ever one attached to Animal Kingdom? I think there was. Well, I don't know. Like, I mean, at I... the entrance of Animal Kingdom. 
there was a rainforest cowboy. You could very well be right. I the only one I know of is the one in Disney Springs because mm-hmm. that's yeah, what I I've wonder. been to. They have a T Rex um, cafe too, right? Didn't that just close? T Rex cafe is also iconic. I don't know if it closed. You could be right. I just don't know. Um, <laughs> my only memory with Animal, uh, the Rainforest Cafe, is when I worked with kids a few years ago. Like we, they rented out like the entire restaurant to have breakfast there one morning, and I like had I was like on a field trip with them, like as a counselor. And I was awake for 48 hours and I was just like in there, like having a mental breakdown, like while the like animatronics were going wild. <laughs> I went there. I went there when running on no sleep also um, when I didn't sleep and went to Epcot and then fucking died. Yeah. It's the Florida vibe, baby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway. She's the man. She's the man. <laughs> so... Uh, so it opens with, like, a pretty epic, um, like, compilation of some clips of people surfing and playing volleyball and soccer. And I feel like those three sports specifically are Zillennial canon. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I um, also wrote down the iconic uh, beach soccer opening scene. Yeah. And it has, like, those, like, colors and, like, where it, like, goes into, like, a posterized, like, texture and stuff like that. Yeah. I think that's pretty epic. Yeah. It's pretty epic. <laughs> Sorry, I just the word is on my brain. I can't stop saying it. I, I would say it was pretty poggers personally. Like stop. I <laughs> No, um yeah, when it first opened, I was like, Oh, okay, this is what we're doing. Like we're we're in it. Like this is definitely zillennial. And uh yeah, no, it was it set the mood perfectly, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think it does. And it says, like, who Viola is really well. Just, like, the really intense close-ups of, like, Amanda Bynes. And they're all, like, bowing to her while she's, like, doing great at soccer. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was trying to think of a movie that she's been in that, like, utilizes her weird Amanda show personality kind of, like, perfectly. And Big Fat Liar is a great movie, don't get me wrong, but I don't think it really tops into her, like, inherent weirdness that she became, like, famous for. Mm-hmm. Um, and granted, I haven't seen every Amanda Bynes movie, but this is probably the only one I can think of that like actively does that, unless I'm just like forgetting something. Yeah, I'm trying to think because Sydney White, she's I don't think she's this this like weird. This yeah. I, I think What a Girl Wants, she's just like a kind of I'm not like other girls type girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's like weird. But yeah, I think this is like definitely a perfect vehicle for her, and um. I don't know, like, I, I can't imagine another person in this. I mean, mm, yeah, no, it's, like, her charisma that really brings it. I feel like with any other person, it would just get, like, boring, but definitely her charisma. Um, yeah, I'm looking at her resume now. Hairspray is, like, the only other one I can think of. Yeah. She's yeah. really funny in that movie. She's silly in that movie. That silly gal. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait to watch that for the pod. Um, yeah, it's also, like, being, like a young girl that like played soccer I was like whoa this movie's for me because it's a cool soccer girl movie um Mm. and also I feel like the whole like tomboy girl power like you you kick like a girl that was very like zillennial like finding like empowerment through that and being like you can run with the boys you know yeah when the Cornwall coach is just immediately super misogynistic, you're like, okay, so this is the tone that we're setting right now. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it was cool to, like, watch that as a kid and being like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I guess the world really is like that. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, like, they're still, like, women's sports are still, like, highly disrespected. Like, there was just those videos that went viral of the NCAA basketball championships. Do you remember that? With, like, the, the women's weight room versus the men's weight room? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. still relevant. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and I feel like soccer is, like, the kind of, like, go-to zillennial, like, sport, the movie sport, like, to have. Because yeah. I can, like, the number of the, like, movies based around soccer in zillennial canon are, like, infinite, almost. And you really do, like, kind of buy that she would go to these links, like, as absurd as they are, to, like, get, like, to do this. Because at the end of the day, like, you do believe her passion for it which I admired. Um, the movie just didn't fall short of that. Like, it wasn't just, like, an excuse to have hijinks happen. Like, I actually did kind of, like, buy the arc that she had, which mm-hmm. I thought was fun. Yeah. I think also it's, like, the schools that they go to are, like, fucking insane. Like, yeah. they're all, like, rich kids. And I feel like they, like, don't go to the lengths that they should to show that they are, like, extremely rich. Um, and, like, the fact that they've, like, like, I, like, forget that they're in high school, and them being in high school, like, makes a lot of this even more fucked up, like, not to jump to the end, where they just, like, like, are, like, nude on the football field. Mm -hmm. They're, like, 16 years old, like, I was, like, oh, okay, cool. Um, and also just, like, the amount of like him just like going to another I mean that's millennial canon is like going to another country without like telling your parents just like yeah. fucking off and leaving yeah. um but yeah I mean I guess it wouldn't work otherwise but they could have been in college I don't know <laughs> yeah, yeah they definitely could have been in college yeah can we also talk about with the high school how all of the showers are extremely public like yeah. not just the locker room showers, but the dorm room showers are literally just like an open room. Like there's no mm-hmm. shower stalls. What do you guys think? Yeah. Do? I mean, I could be wrong, but I can't think of a high school where the showers or bathrooms are co-ed. I don't think that's actually a thing. That's very strange to me. Um that's this entire movie is just based in like very weird rules that you have to buy about the like school and also like even believing that these people are 16 and i know that's every zillennial movie but like yeah there's a high suspension of disbelief with this well like i don't think it's ever more apparent in this movie than like in the first time you meet her brother when he's like climbing out the window Mm. it's like this is my 16 year old brother and it's like this man is 30 years old. Like, (laughs) and like so much taller than her like again skipping to the end but when olivia kisses the real Sebastian and doesn't realize that it's a completely different human being. That was like, I feel like I didn't pay as much attention to that watching this movie, like as a kid, but now watching it, I was like, he is so much taller than Amanda Bynes and like, like a completely different face and no one is going to call him out for it. Okay. Sure. sure. Yeah. I feel like um, it was like funny in the pizza place at first when Amanda Bynes was like trying to hide her face. But then like after that, like all the rules just went out the window. Yeah. Like anybody could see her and be like, oh, okay, Sebastian. Like, but also what I was going to say was um, really quick when Sebastian is climbing out the window, he has a poster on his wall for Beck. Shout out to Beck to Beck podcast. (laughs) And I I sent it to Courtney and she said, oh, it's actually the anniversary of that album today that's on his wall. So, wow. So, shout out to Beck to Beck. 
We're seeing relevant this week. Cosmic significance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. I, I mean, yeah, you you do have to like buy a lot of like you have to do like a lot of mental gymnastics to like explain the plot of this movie. And the plot. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, that very liberal use of the word plot. Um, I think it's it's but it's at a, a certain point it gets to like where you just like completely give up and taking it seriously to any extent and you're just like okay let's just see where it goes and you could say it has like some interesting things to say about like gender roles and like um sexism like sexism and like like all those things and that's definitely like apparent but it's a really like crazy messy movie where it's just like so chaotic that i don't even know what the message like truly was because there's like 80 different messages in this movie mm. um so it's yeah it's it's kind of really in- but it's interesting to watch nonetheless to see like in 2006 like dolls was going down like i think it's interesting the plot of this movie is literally the charlie uh conspiracy theory board from always sunny of like like that is how to connect the plot of this movie it's crazy um yeah no i don't think this movie could be made today the way it is i mean personally i think remake 12th night make everyone canonically buy see how much more Mm -hmm. chaotic it gets and like that's what shakespeare would have wanted yeah that's what i was thinking i was like the strategy and like the way to just like win this movie is just like bisexuality like that's Mm -hmm. That's the answer to the movie. And I feel like I've, like, written about it because I took a Shakespeare class about, like, yeah, I wrote an essay about, like, cross-dressing in Shakespeare, and I titled it Man, I Feel Like a Woman, and (laughs) my teacher wrote LOL on the top of the paper. (laughs) Let's go, girls. (laughs) Let's go, girls. (laughs) But, um, yeah, there is, like, for the time, I feel like, like I said, like, it definitely was the, like, girls can do anything, like, girl power stuff that, like, was kind of, like, everywhere, and it was, like, progressive, kind of, like, for the time, but, and, like, it still, like, carries that message, but it does have, like, which, like, I'm not, like, the person to, like, delve into this, but, like, about, like, gender fluidity and, like, the way that you, like, present yourself and stuff, and then just, like, it, like, it's just, like, I feel like there would be a really interesting, like, trans reading on this movie. And, like, I would be really interested if there are any essays about it. I mean, it's Twelfth Night. I'm sure there are essays about Twelfth Night. But I would love to know specifically Amanda Bynes. There was, like, a Roger Ebert. um, I don't know if it was specifically Roger Ebert. But I just wrote, I read, like, the subtitle. And it was, like, Amanda Bynes is charming. And I'm, like, oh... (laughs) He's gonna redeem Amanda Bynes. She <laughs> do be yeah. charming. No, I think that's. Um, I, I would be interested to see like an updated version of this because you know, like how yeah. studios are like taking IPs that they previously made and like doing like a gender or sexuality swip like like switch on them. Because mm-hmm. I think um, Netflix is doing like the she's uh, mm-hmm. she's she's gotta have it or something like that. Um, she's I can't all remember. that. She's all that. That's it. Yeah, that's it. but I was he's about... all that. With Addison Ray. <laughs> yeah, that one. But, Bad but it... belief, Addison Ray. <laughs> I will be watching. <laughs> I did it. I, but they that like... was like a similar plot, right? Like, kind of. Or am I, I just making that up? I don't. I never saw. It. I um, think it's like, it's like nerdy guy <laughs> gets makeover, or like nerdy girl gets makeover. Like it's one of those movies, but 
Um, yeah, they like shut down like a COVID testing site in LA to film that. But it's <laughs> worth it. I mean, come on. I mean, I'm, I'm, for legal reasons, that is a joke. Um, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm I mean, reading the a, plot for this movie right now. Um, yeah, get a good makeover montage in this movie, though. Yeah, yeah. Paul, I love her Paul friend. Eunice carry this movie. Can we all yeah. agree on that? Her friends are incredible. Like, they're literally yeah. the best movie friends I've seen in a very long time. Yeah, I really liked all those segments. Like, one of the most entertaining parts was, like, I mean, Purity brought it up, but, like, in the pizza place. And, like, yeah. all the her friends that are, like, coming in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it's, <laughs> it's really funny. Um, and, yeah, and it goes a lot, again, off her charisma and, like, her genuine personality. And it makes me upset that, like, she didn't, I mean, I know why she didn't have, like, a longer career, but, like, damn, she could have, like, really had, like, a long-lasting career here because she's just an amazing performer. I mean, she might come back eventually. She's in, like, fashion school. She has right. been for a little bit. Um, and, I mean, if she's happy, she's happy. Um, her performance here, though, kind of reminded me of Miley Cyrus for some reason, because I think, like, when she, like, tries to put on, like, a masculine voice, like, she just kind of, like, goes a little bit southern. I don't know if anyone noticed that. It do- she does have a weird, like, accent or, like, tone quality. Yeah, it is really weird. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, she mostly just looked like a little, like, British boy. Um, and <laughs> I specifically, boy. <laughs> I specifically wrote that she looks like young Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> so the what hair. you're saying is you have a crush. No. <laughs> On Viola as Sebastian. Uh, yeah, well, no, the pizza place scene is iconic, but also the carnival scene is, like, what I remembered the most from this movie. Like, I feel like when I think about She's the Man, the carnival scene is the first thing I think of. Absolutely unhinged decisions to get changed, like, on the spinny ride and in the bouncy house, but, God, it was it was entertaining. Yeah. Um, also, just looking at, like, kissing booths in 2021. Um, insane. But, yeah. you know... <laughs> Just from a from a sanitary standpoint. Um, yeah. yeah. Imagine how I felt watching the kissing booth on Netflix. <laughs> Don't talk to me about Joey King. <laughs> One time somebody like that I didn't talk to that like I talked to at a party like once and then she was just at like every single party that I went to and like did not talk to me. She just like DM'd me a picture of Joey King and was <laughs> like, This looks like you. <laughs> I was like, oh, uh-huh. I mean, what else can you say to that? <laughs> oh, LOL. Thanks. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Literally never talked to her before. Like, you know, that was on her mind for so long, too, before she sent it to you. <laughs> yeah. How much time passed, like, since the, like, the one interaction in her sending it? This is what I have to know. Um, I don't know, like, because I would, like, see her every so often, but, like, we never, like, talked. Like, she must have been, like, studying my face and been like, you know what? (laughs) (laughs) Joey King. (laughs) And it was, like, before the kissing booth, too, so it's like, what, did you watch, like, Zach Brass' film, Wish You Were Here, or whatever it's called? Ramona and Beezus. (laughs) <laughs> only real ones know when she was young Marion Cotillard in The Dark Knight Rises oh I'm sure that's what 
I'm sure that's what she saw and saw me in it. A movie from like five years before I knew this girl. I don't know when that movie came out. 2012, baby. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. Then that was like eight years before. I don't know. No, I can't. I don't At see time, Joey King. <laughs> I think that's what makes it funnier. Is like the fact that you don't look like Joey King. I don't look like, like Joey King. That's what yeah, makes it so funny. You <laughs> <laughs> thought so, therefore it's valid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and she sent me like a picture of her with like red hair too, and I'm like, I've never even had like red hair. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, but like with red hair, can we both admit it? It looks like you. Like what? Like I've never had. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so fucking funny. So oh I read a fun fact about this movie that um, I just like found my way onto like those websites that are like fake, that are like here's ten facts you didn't know about this movie, and it's just like stuff that doesn't matter. But one of them was like um, Channing Tatum didn't know how to tam how, like how a tampon worked, so he just like shoved the entire thing in his nose and like didn't take off the plastic applicator. Like he literally just shoved the entire thing up his nose, and I think that's really charming. They should have kept that in the movie, honestly. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So it's like not absorbing anything. It's just like hard plastic. Yeah. But fun fact that if they didn't cut it, it would have been a thirty-minute sequence of him like trying to figure out how to use it. <laughs> I would have, I would have welcomed that. Because this movie needed more of him. Like, we needed more moments, like, the one when he, like, flips open his phone. Mm. Like, that's pure Channing Tatum to me. Yeah. Hashtag and then he, like, crashes. The <laughs> he, like, crashes. <laughs> 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 the cut. <laughs> the Channing cutting question. Just him being a himbo. Like, honestly, yeah. I would watch that entire movie. Like, that's just what I want to see. That just him being a silly boy yeah i feel like there's not enough movies about him just being a silly little goofball there needs to be more literally i can only think um, of only the jump street movies that's all i can think of where he that's... was kind of silly in hail caesar he was so fun in hail caesar he was in it for like five minutes yeah but he had a whole musical number no it was great don't get me wrong <laughs> yeah that part was great <laughs> like that's the silliest he could get is tap dancing and singing like I remember when he, like, picks up that dog in the submarine. I, like, literally screamed in the theater. Like, I was like, oh, my, this is the best movie I've ever seen in my life. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love that man. Um, <laughs> um, also, I don't remember his name. Is it David Cross? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I just wrote this bitch as principal. That's all I wrote. I think Abby has... We were talking about this the other day, so I think she has something to say about David Cross's appearance in here. My, my only comment about David Cross's appearance is that I love Arrested Development. <laughs> That's it. That's the thought. Uh, yeah, no, R.I.P. Jessica Walker. I'm really sad about it. Yeah, um, queen. Yeah, absolute queen. No, he he is very funny in this movie. Apparently, I look, I um, saw that apparently he, like, improved all of his lines, and it, it definitely shows. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Um, yeah, I was surprised to see him. I didn't remember him being in this. Um, and it kind of reminded me of Alvin and the Chipmunks, which reminded me that the other night I watched Pink Flamingos for the first time. And then immediately after we watched the scene, which John Waters was in, like from like Alvin and the Chipmunks. 
And he, like, calls Alvin weird or something. And Alvin's like, don't call me weird. I've seen pink flamingos. And it's like, (laughs) (laughs) Alvin has canonically seen pink flamingos. Wait, 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 hold on. Which chip? Is this the first one? I don't know. They're on a plane. Maybe it's the third one. I, I, I haven't seen the full movie, but I know that John Waters makes a cameo in an Alvin and the Chipmunks movie. And um, literally, Alvin tells him that he's seen Pink Flamingos, which is horrifying to know after watching Pink Flamingos that he has seen all that. This was the fourth movie, apparently. What's that even called? Um, the Road Chip. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, okay. I the do... third one was the cruise ship one, right? Yeah, Chipwrecked. Um, yeah, Kira, yeah. if we're gonna, okay. I mean, come on. But um, <laughs> no, I. The only memory I have of the fourth movie is I worked at a movie theater at the time, and I took a break in that theater anytime I wanted to sit down because no one was ever in the theater. Like so, mid shift, I just got like, ghosted in that theater <laughs> <laughs> and like watch like last five minutes. I've seen the last five minutes like eighty times. Um, but I wish I would have come in during the John Waters scene. Yeah. Um, so the only David the only YouTube clip about that, uh, the John Waters scene, is just titled John Waters versus the Chipmunks. Like, as if he fights them. I don't know if that's the same one, but I'm curious. Um, yeah. <laughs> I wonder, what has John Waters seen She's the Man? I'm wondering about John Waters' analysis on this Definitely movie. Definitely not. <laughs> his, like, I love, like, when he comes out with, like, his top ten of the year list, because it's always, like, two things that you would, like, expect, and then it's, like, two things you've never heard of, and then it's, like, a TV show, and then, like, the most random shit of all time, like, equivalent to when, like, Quentin Tarantino was, like, I liked The Lone Ranger because I like trains. Like, <laughs> like similar to that. I <laughs> I just love that, like, reasoning. Or when, like, Soderbergh comes out with, like, the list of, like, every single thing that he watched that year, and it's, like, below deck or whatever that, like, Bravo show is. <laughs> it's, like, yeah. on there, like, 20 weeks in a row. I, <laughs> I liked, uh, I know he was, like, a producer on it, but, like, he logged Ocean's 8, like, 12 times on Letterboxd. I'm like, yeah, because he was Christ. watching the edits. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine, like, watching, like, logging every single time you watched your own movie, like, as a flex. Shout out to Joseph Salamone and Spike. Oh, my God. He does do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I feel like, not to go back to, like, the gender panic thing, but I think, like, a really big part of it is, like, the nightmare that she has of her, like, wearing the dress. That's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah, I don't know what to make of, like, I was, I mean, I understood it, but I was, my jaw was dropped the entire sequence. Yeah, really intense nightmare sequence. <laughs> In the debutante ball gown, of course. Yeah, yeah and, and then, then waking like, up to, to, like, being hazed, like, yeah. that's, that's horrific. Terrifying, they were, like, throwing, like, oatmeal at them. Mm-hmm. That's so scary. Like Being hazed and also pulling fire alarms. Yeah, and being hazed in high school, like, that's also something I have not yeah like they should have like i said it before but this should have just been college like there's no (laughs) there's no reason for it to be high school um but yeah what was i gonna say um 
Oh, the debutante ball. Aren't debutante balls, like, racist or something? Um, I mean... what's the deal with them? Shout out to Borat 2 for that scene. Yeah. Not exactly debutante, but, like, in the same vein, I think, of, like, kind of, like, southern balls that are very... It's like presenting presenting your daughter or, like, your, like... I don't or even I guess know, Borat like, 2 was debutante, like, straight up. It really was. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, like, no, I mean, yeah, there's so much, I mean, coming from a person who lives in the South, there is still shit like that that happens. Like, I today, at home, I literally had, like, a guy, like, come up to me and invite me to, like, an Easter dinner. I'm like, buddy, we're in a pandemic, like, at his church, and I'm like, I don't know you, and I'm not coming to an Easter dinner during a pandemic. Like, the South just doesn't care. And they will hold on to shit that's, like, from 100 years ago. So, it I seems, mean, it I'm having sense. Easter dinner on Sunday, Adam, so... <laughs> okay, Easter dinner, but also having a giant-ass gathering at a church during a pandemic. Yeah, Two yeah, different I things. Guess. This was a stranger yeah. who was just recruiting you to his church for Easter? I was literally walking my dog right outside my house, <laughs> and he walked up to me with a flyer. He said, come to my church on Sunday, and we'll feed you. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> that was actually really scary. I yeah, I I'm like, sure. And he, he wasn't wearing a mask. I'm like, oh, okay, sure. And I threw, threw it away, like, right away. <laughs> Sorry if he's first, listening. First, uh, first plan after getting the second vax, Adam and I going to that church and getting dinner from that guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna like show up on like the Fourth of July and just be like, "Yo, is this offer like still available? Like, will you still feed me?" Like. <laughs> the day after we drop our like vaccine episode all right we're going straight to this church to go to easter dinner did you want to reveal that i didn't i thought yeah, we were sure why not so oh, adam okay. and i got vaccinated like within two days of each other we're getting the second vaccine within a day of each other so we're gonna try and record an episode while we have like fevers <laughs> and are dying i didn't have a fever for my second one. Oh, my arm was just sore so I don't know if you guys will like have really intense side effects, but I think it'll be funny either way. Which one I did you get? I think it'd be funny. Sorry, I got Pfizer. Oh okay. Oh, okay, so do we? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Pasties. What if I like Pasty vaccines? <laughs> <laughs> what if I just like didn't have a reaction, but you did, Adam? <laughs> Honestly, I was thinking about that the other day. Like, what if it we would go that with? way? Or even if like neither of us got it, like yeah. That'd like, we're funny. just, like, recording it and, like, having no... Because, yeah. like, I didn't... I mean, I know the first dose wasn't supposed to have a reaction, but I really felt nothing, like, at all. Yeah, my arm felt like cement, like, that night. But then yeah. I'm, like, yeah. fine now, so... Bestie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, We'll see how it goes. I mean, either way, we're going to commit to that movie that we were talking about, but... Definitely, yeah. Um, I guess we'll leave that up. Well, we'll announce yeah, that when it's weeks. ready. We have a few weeks. Yeah. Um. So I think that um Monique and Justin would both be anti-vaxxers in this movie. <laughs> Just trying to circle I back agree. around. I agree. Can I say something controversial? Yeah. Please. Monique is kind of a girl boss. In the sense yeah. of like, she absolutely knows her worth and she will not settle for anything. Mm-hmm. And she's a little unhinged. And aren't all girl bosses really just a little unhinged? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm... Yeah. She's a blueprint, I think. Yeah. Her <laughs> and Sharpay, like, are, like, in the same... They're cut from the same cloth. Yeah, I can see that. 
Yeah. I'm wondering if Sharpay is a girl boss or has she like ex- like it, the or is like now in the like year 2021 is she like riding high on the irony on Twitter? Like is she like deep in like the Wendy Williams boat where she just like surpasses any sense of like reality and just like gives into the meme? <laughs> Why are you roping her in with Wendy Williams? <laughs> I don't understand where that's coming from. Because Wendy Williams and Sharpay are both like insane people and like. <laughs> I would imagine and one in... is fictional and the other isn't. <laughs> Wendy Williams is barely a real person. Did you see when Wendy Williams like burped and farted at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> no. My favorite thing to happen in 2021 so far was the teaser trailer for the Wendy Williams movie, and it was just her having the seizure. And I'm and like and if you did the side by side, the actress did it like pitch perfectly wait when she like passed out dressed as the statue of liberty yeah like the teaser trailer is just that scene (laughs) wait what is this movie tell me about this wendy williams movie it's literally just called wendy williams the movie (laughs) (laughs) and it's on lifetime she like produced it herself like she like produced her own biopic on lifetime (laughs) it's barely even a biopic as much as it is like a bet like a greatest hits album like (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) native new yorker is the title sequence oh my god (laughs) here do you relate to that song yeah definitely um it was was... like stuck in my head for so long and i like miss listening to that i'm gonna have to i was watching a wendy williams clip the other day or like a compilation the other day and my favorite one is when she's like aw hmm anyways like (laughs) No, she's like, oh, she died. Aw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the one. It's like always like a meme. Like it's always like clipped, but it's like for the Halloween show when somebody in the audience was like wearing a mask oh, and the yeah. camera like cut to them and she's like, oh, what was that? <laughs> okay, James. <laughs> What's that? Why did you bring up Wendy Williams? I'm so confused. <laughs> I just and Wendy Williams. Clearly I mean, Sharpay is like kind of a native New Yorker, but not really. Let's have Sharpay's Ashley Pisto go on Wendy Williams in character as Sharpay Evans. Mm. Yeah. I would I would pay for it personally, but um, Ashley, right. are you listening? <laughs> All right, I guess someone just didn't land. I he, they can all be home runs, I guess. Imagine <laughs> if Ashley Tisdale. Imagine if she's like one of our like top listeners that we don't even know about. Wendy, you're she's Sharpay. like oh, Ashley Tisdale. Sharpay is not a real person, Adam. It's important. For you to <laughs> she calls our voicemail and she's like, "Oh, so you guys are doing a phone a fan contest? Like, can I be Top three people I want on the pod. Ashley Tisdale, Wendy Williams, and Chet Hanks. Oh, yeah. Chet Hanks. (laughs) Not Chet Hanks. (laughs) He was was at the premiere of Bratz. I feel like we could get him on for that. I don't know, like, what connection he has to it, but... He was dating um, one of the Bratz at the time. Oh, that's really cool. Or he was their date. I don't know if they were actually dating, but he was, like... I don't know. I haven't seen the movie, but one of their plus ones. I can't wait to watch that movie again. Um, mm. mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's another, like, chaotic high school film um, in which, like, this connects back. Um, Literally, like, the hallways of the high school and, like, especially the dorm hallways is just, like, similar to how, like, movie studios and, like, cities are portrayed in a lot of movies where it's just, like, every conceivable type of person just walking around, like, destroying shit. Like, how, like, when they go on, like, movie studios and movies, it's always, like, a guy in a banana costume and, like, three showgirls <laughs> and, like, an intern, like, running around. Shout out or, to like, the other Amanda Bynes movie, Big Fat Liar, where that exactly, exactly happens. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then, like, in cities, it's always, like, basketball players playing basketball with construction workers while, like, little kids, like, run around. Like, but this is just, like, you got the cello player, you got the people carrying paper towels i don't know just like literally just like destroying the hallways and i think that's funny yeah um again this is it's almost like a euphoria high school almost like just kids <laughs> happening <laughs> and, and like you're just like okay speaking of olivia kind of looks like hunter schaefer i was like staring at olivia's face like trying to figure out who she looks like and what's the actress's name? Laura Ramsey. I don't know who that is, but she looks like Hunter Schaefer in this. Olivia, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, she... <laughs> yeah, um, she was in The Ruins, which I, I don't think you... I'm just going to assume you guys have not seen. But... I've never seen anything this woman has ever been in. <laughs> the Ruins, for any horror fans out there, The Ruins is a really fun movie. Really, really gnarly. Really fun. Um... But, yeah, I'm looking at her IMDb right now. I have She's in Mad Men for one episode, but that's it. I mean, wasn't everybody. <laughs> yeah, truly. Like, <laughs> I, I feel the way about, like, Law & Order, too. It's we've like, talked about that a lot yeah. recently. Like, just randomly, we'll be like, oh, they're in Mad Men. Like, yeah, or an episode <laughs> of Law & Order. Anybody who has ever, like, walked through the state of New York has been in Law & Order for at least one episode. Or, like, CSI. Yeah, like, remember when Justin friendship. Bieber was on that CSI? Yes, I was a huge believer. <laughs> did you watch the Billie Eilish talk? I did? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I'm, like, obsessed with it. Yeah. yeah. Did you watch it, Abby? No, I haven't seen it yet. I should, though. It's really it's good. Really, really, really good. But, but that, um, that scene where she meets Justin Bieber, like, made me cry, because I was, like, like, yeah. It just really got to me. I was like, this is really sweet. Damn, Justin Bieber's impact. Honestly, <laughs> seems like a nice guy. Yeah. I'm not going to fault him for... Uh, never mind. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say for anything he's ever done, but then I'm like, I can't remember what specifically he's done, yeah, so I'm not going to a broad statement like that. <laughs> I just want to clarify, if he's done something really fucked up that we don't know about, we retract these comments. <laughs> but I'm just saying that moment in the documentary I liked. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> And I'm happy for Billie Eilish. She was able to sob into Justin Bieber's arms. That's all we're trying to say. Also, I just want to say one other funny thing about that doc before we go back to She's the Man is like when she meets Orlando Bloom. And then she doesn't know who Orlando Bloom is. And then they're like, dude, that's the guy from Pirates of the Caribbean. And she's like, that was him? And then she like, and then she goes on her phone, like looks up his nudes. Like immediately. Yeah, the first thing they look up is his nudes. It's so funny. (laughs) Honestly, where doc. is that doc? It's on Apple TV. Um, yeah. It's really okay. good, though. It's really good. I think it's like okay, good. you could pay like five bucks a month and just get it for like one month, I think. But 
Oh, I have yeah. Apple TV. I will be watching it. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah, it's <laughs> extremely long, though. I wish yeah, I could have like, seen it if they, hour. like, released it in IMAX. I yeah. I was going to do that, but when I went to go buy tickets, it was sold out. Like, yeah. I couldn't get a seat. In wow. IMAX, like, the giant has, like, 600 seats. Like, every... I mean, granted, there was social distancing in place, but, like, it literally like, wouldn't even let me choose a seat. It was all taken. Damn. So, the Eilish stands came out for that one. Can it who? <laughs> Tom Cruise being like back to the movies, but it's just the Billy Eilish the talk <laughs> in Orlando, Florida. It's <laughs> At the end, it's like, what do you think, Tom? I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> I was watching that video again yesterday. It, like, it's just because I was like going through like some DMs. Yeah. I was sending my friends because it makes me laugh. Shout out to Johan. Sends me the best DMs. Um, and uh, yeah, that video is so fucking funny, especially if you just like project random movies onto it. It's funny because it like came out of nowhere because it was before movie theaters were open here. So yeah. he just like went to the movies in England and then was like, back to the movies. It's like, no, sir, we're not. <laughs> we're not open yet. No, literally, they, 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 LA just opened last week. They're not open in America. <laughs> I'm glad Tom Cruise had a good time, though, I guess. Tom, Tom Cruise watching the reissue of She's the Man in 2006. <laughs> Back to the movie. <laughs> um, I would love like, to... Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, it's the 15th anniversary of this movie this year. We could pretend that this is like a 15th anniversary. It episode. did come out in March. Wait, let me see the exact release date. Let's see if we... March 17th? Uh, no, we're yeah. a little bit late, but close. But close. Yeah. Close. close. Yeah. There we go. Happy okay. birthday. She's the man. Yeah. That is fucking insane. Yeah, 15 <laughs> yeah, years. Yeah, that's actually like a little bit horrifying. <laughs> um, oh yeah, but what were you going to say, Abby? I was just going to say that I absolutely adore the subplot of Toby being in love with Eunice. And I hope that they were together forever after this movie ended. <laughs> I love, yeah. I love like that trope of like the weird girl finding love in the end from like the most unexpected <laughs> side character that like does not have a personality. Exactly. <laughs> it reminds me a lot of um the Pesky musical one where it's the dude who mm-hmm. bakes and the um Zeke? the girl who <laughs> Ze- yeah, Zeke and like the girl who and locks Sharpay. and pops and Oh no, no wait, Sharpay, yeah. Right? No? no, he's with Sharpay. Wait, then who, who ends up Martha, with... Martha, who pops and locks and jams and breaks, is with somebody else. I don't remember who... Then that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. But I can't remember it's, who she ends up with. I don't know. We just covered these yeah, not hey, long ago, and I'm not already forgetting this. I have zero brain cells, though, so... This yeah. is what happens when we record at, like, 1 a.m. every night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, man. <laughs> but, yeah, I agree about Eunice. I think... It's just, like, was Eunice in something else? Like, she's just very familiar to I'm me. I'm on it. Uh, I okay, feel like I you. wouldn't even recognize her, like, without the headgear. Mm-hmm. She was in the original It, but I don't know if you've seen that. What? Yeah. Like, the, the 1990s one. She was, <laughs> she, was be- she was Beverly in that version. What the fuck? Um, <gasps> she was well, in she- now. Yeah, she was. Oh, but she was just the re- oh, she was the receptionist. Uh, the one at the um, 
the planet at the clinic. Yeah, at the yeah. clinic. Right. Yeah, yeah, um, I would have never ever recognized her from that. Have you seen another Cinderella story with Selena Gomez? No. Yes. Yeah, I'm more familiar with a Cinderella story though, which yeah. is a classic that I tried to pass off as a Halloween movie, and Adam was like, "No." No, listen, I'm cool with covering that movie. I love that movie, but to say it's a Halloween movie is—it is a Halloween movie. It's not the a Halloween movie. The climax of the movie takes place at Halloween. The, at the Halloween climax is like band. 15 minutes in a 100-minute runtime. That's not a Halloween the movie. The entire Kira. movie is like preparing for a Halloween dance and the halloween dance in question is where she has her cinderella moment i think it's more of like a september movie i don't think we can because we were doing a we were doing a horror halloween series we were doing a halloween series oh my okay you know what fine (laughs) i'm not gonna have this to fight with you again we've had this fight like 80 times and i'm not gonna have it with you again (laughs) abby do you think it's a halloween movie i would consider it a halloween movie yeah okay Thank you know you what? So I'm much. fucking done. I'm done. I... <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's a Halloween movie. It's Cinderella. I mean, she was literally Cinderella for Halloween. It's called The Cinderella Story. I don't know what more you want. You know yeah. what? <laughs> Instead of a makeover montage, there's literally a scene of her just like trying on different weird Halloween costumes. Yeah. Yeah. Jennifer you... Coolidge in the like tanning sunglasses. <laughs> that is Halloween Jennifer Coolidge in general. She's a millennial queen. I love her. Yeah. Oh my god. When she was in Promising Young Woman. I yes. Died. I literally so screamed. Her and Clancy Brown. Her and Mr. Krabs together. Like as a couple. Are you kidding me? Damn. That was the best part of 2020 in my book. Um, okay. Yeah. But Emily Perkins. She was in that. Like the. What do you call it? Another Cinderella story. She was also in Ginger Snaps, if anyone's just seen that. Uh, Insomnia. She was in a Christopher Nolan movie. Um, yeah, she's had a pretty extensive career. Definitely more TV. Like, she was in X-Files, Twilight Zone, um, Supernatural, which How I didn't... How old is she? Yeah, I know I've got a... Wow, she's, she's, <laughs> she's, she's 43. What the fuck? <laughs> I... <laughs> That would make her um, 28 when this came out. That's like um, when, what's his face? The brother from Hannah Montana. Oh, yeah. Like when he was like 45, when he was playing like a 17 year old or something. Didn't you tell me that it's because he has like a a thing? I don't remember what I've ever said in my whole life. No, like he's, he, he, because he has like a thing where he doesn't age. Like it's like an actual like hereditary thing where he doesn't age think so maybe it's gonna sound stupid if i was wrong um but maybe i don't remember where we were talking about it i you might have even been off pod but like i just remember you telling me that and i was like it's not on his wikipedia page so don't quote me on anything <sighs> yeah wow. he was 29 years old playing a 16 year old honestly king um <laughs> I... <laughs> um this, yeah I... um She's the Man was written by the writing team that made Legally Blonde. We're opening it wow. back to Jennifer Coolidge. One of the best movies ever made, personally. Can I admit something else? You've never no, seen Legally Blonde? I've, I've never seen Legally Blonde. <laughs> I'm not mad, I, I'm just disappointed. <laughs> I've de- I mean, I know kind of what it's about. Sort of. But mm-hmm. that's well, it. We'll get to it soon. 
They um, also wrote um, Ella Enchanted together. And yeah, that, that I have seen, actually. Ella yeah. Enchanted I almost considered uh, for this episode. That's a good one. Honestly, a good... Yeah, I like that movie. This also makes sense that they wrote 10 Things I Hate About You together. So they're Shakespeare heads, I, I guess. That is, like, the one of the, like... Zillennial, that's Zillennial, I guess, right? What? Shakespeare adaptations? Oh no, 10 Things I Hate About You. No. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, what year is that? It's like in the 90s, but like, I feel like it's like so heavily like referenced still that like. Yeah. Because um, I was going to say, like, I equate like that movie um, and like this and like Tumblr canon where like you would consistently see like GIFs and like screenshots from it on Tumblr. Yeah. from like random girls you would follow and you'd be like oh okay mm-hmm. like because yeah. i like the one that you posted today kira on the twitter page like about like channing tatum like on the oh phone. when he was like flipping over the phone yeah that's on that was on tumblr so much when i was like in high school and i was you didn't like, know what it was from I, I i think i eventually like researched i'm like what the fuck is yeah. this from like i <laughs> <laughs> um some breaking news i feel like this isn't oh, no. gonna happen but um this writing team, the two ladies are writing an animated Spice Girls Spice World sequel. Whoa. <laughs> I feel like some that's... weekly updates on that. Yeah, I feel like that's not gonna happen just because like when Wikipedia and like IMDB just have like stuff that doesn't isn't real. Um or was like referenced to and then like never never went into production. But in 2010, there were plans for a sequel. And then um, there was a team behind it in 2013 that was, like, behind, like, a failure of, like, a Mamma Mia, like, tour. And then, um, oh, in 2019, it was Greenland. Okay, so we're probably going to get the Spice World sequel. 2019. Is that a movie? Um, yeah, and it'll feature the band as superheroes. <laughs> oh. Paramount Animation? Okay. Cool. Oh, look for it Good on Paramount Plus. Yeah. <laughs> I. <laughs> also, something I've never seen in Spice World. Yeah, me neither. No, I haven't seen that. Oh, okay. Bought it on DVD over the summer. And just never. That feels like a movie Kira really, like a different universe she has seen like 80 times. Yeah, I feel like it's like in the same realm as Josie and the Pussycats of like fun girl, silly satire, fun comedy, you know? Yeah. My if I like Josie, I'll actually like it because yeah. that was a good movie. Yeah. We're just going to really quick take a break for a word from some of our sponsors. Thanks, guys. If we can, like, circle it back to She's the Man again, yeah. I want to oh. say, I think um, the, the like, love triangle or, like, the love... I don't, not even a triangle, because there's so many, like, different, like, crushes going on here mm-hmm. at the same time. That was my favorite part of the movie, even though it was so, like, stupid. But, like, I was consistently amused at, like, the links they would go to to, like, make each other jealous or, like... Um, well, just... 
if you've seen the poster, it has in big font up top, everybody has a secret, dot, dot, dot. Duke wants Olivia, who likes Sebastian, who is really Viola, whose brother is dating Monique, so she hates Olivia, who is with Duke, to make Sebastian jealous, who is really Viola, who is crushing on Duke, who thinks she's a guy, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> the way I literally can picture the exact, like, DVD, like, that you're talking about... <laughs> Literally, like, bigger than, like, any picture on the poster, bigger than the title, like, like, they said what they had to say. (laughs) Hell yeah. I definitely remember seeing this poster a lot, like, in my local AMC that year. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Because, like, I'd be like, oh my god, it's Amanda Vines. Like, when I would, like, go see fucking Dougal or something. Stop (laughs) with the Dougal. (laughs) When I'm seeing Ice Age the Mouth, I'm just like, oh wow, Amanda Bynes. Yeah, and then you never put in the effort to actually see it. No, apparently not, honestly. Like, I've had so many opportunities in life, and I just failed to come about it until tonight. Um, but, you know, I'm glad, because it was honestly, I, I would have not wanted to see this movie in any other circumstance except in 2021 during a pandemic. Like, I think that's the ideal setting to see this movie. I think you're right, though, about the, like, the lengths that they go to to, like, manipulate their relationships when Amanda Bynes is talking about the, like, his gland condition. It's, like, so viscerally uncomfortable. And Olivia's like, oh, my God, ew, like, thank you so much for telling me. But there's, like, also even, like, kind of sincere moments with that. I mean, because, like, the scene where, um, like, Channing Tatum is, like, uh, like laying in bed and like he's like hacked out like a heart to heart with her or like what he thinks is the brother and he's and then she's like saying like if you like her like just say it and like it, that's like a typical like teenage boy thing where it's like I mean even though he's like 27 but it's like <laughs> it's like yeah like it's just it really is sometimes as simple as just saying hey I like you but like everyone overthinks it and that's like it was a genuinely like nice moment like even like underneath like all the crazy shit that happens in this movie there are like moments that are genuinely nice and that kind of made it for me honestly yeah or when he's just talking about like yeah I I, like want someone to talk about like real stuff with like it doesn't it's not always just like a physical thing and and her as Sebastian is like like this kind of stuff and he's like (laughs) yeah I get and they're just like falling in love but he has like some repressed homophobia so he won't fall in love with Sebastian but once she's Viola it's totally fine yeah. yeah that I mean that was like definitely like a lot to like take in at the end of the movie because I was like like I knew it would happen to an extent but like he's like really pissed at her like uh he's like Rowley and Dire Moon because like don't call me don't come by my house <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, can I really quick I found Roger Ebert's um review uh he gave it three stars hell yeah And he said, this is the opening line. I didn't for one second believe the plot of She's the Man, but I did believe for the entire movie that Amanda Bynes was lovable. Aww. (laughs) Um, And he, like, goes on about um, Amanda Bynes. Of Amanda Bynes, let us say that she is sunny and plucky and somehow finds a way to play her impossible role without clearing her throat more than six or eight times. More importantly, we like her. She first won a following with her show on Nickelodeon and was funny in Big Fat Liar. But in this role, as Shakespeare might say, she achieves greatness or maybe she has it thrust upon her. 
This movie is good-natured and silly, and at the end there is a big soccer game between Illyria and Cornwall, during which both (laughs) Viola and the real Sebastian are able to offer proof of their genders. (laughs) I am compelled to report that the movie includes none of the naughty bits. Um, Okay, so many things to unwrap here. So true, Um, King. So Roger Ebert has watched Big Fat Liar and thought that Amanda Bynes was funny in it. I mean, he is Roger Ebert. He he did see every movie pre, like, 2010. I know, I know. But, like, that's just funny to me. It makes and me I like that. I like when he writes about, like, people that you wouldn't expect him to like. Like, when, in, like, his Uptown Girls review or whatever. Yes. And he, like, writes about how much he loves Brittany Murphy. Mm. Um, but, yeah. Wow. I didn't yeah. expect that. Like, one of the best reviews of it is just from roger ebert (laughs) he has like a lot of movies like that where he like would just like quietly like rave these like seemingly innocent like very much the lineal canon movies where like most critics hated them and then roger ebert would be like she's very gorgeous to me like (laughs) i would amanda Bynes always yes I do like how they call out the nudity at the soccer game. Where is is it the dad in the stands who's like? That was my favorite part. Game has a lot of nudity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was my um, favorite part of the entire movie. Like that's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> Kira, do you did you remember the um the front flip soccer throw in? Like yeah, I wrote yes. that down. I wrote about it. <laughs> yeah. The second I, I had to, like totally forgotten about it, and the second the soccer game started, I like had this gut reaction of like. Channing Tatum's about to do a front flip at some point. (laughs) And it was just as good as I remembered. It's literally insane. Like, it's insane, like, how how hard these people go, especially, like, the coach. Like, I just have to keep reminding myself, like, this is a high school. It's Mm. literally a high school. And the teacher's, like get the fuck off my field, you, you, you little girls, like... You know, when the Illyria coach like rips up the manual at the end, he's like, "What manual?" <laughs> That's an epic girl boss moment. <laughs> you know those um monkey memes where it's like, "I would go to school if this was the principal and this was yeah. the bus driver." Like, I same thing with like she's the man. Like, I would go to school if this was the principal, like David Cross, oh and this gosh. was my roommate, Amanda Bynes, as Sebastian. <laughs> David Cross being like, "Have you ever tried to run away in heels, Malcolm?" Not that easy. Not that easy. <laughs> That's what kept me going. The the dad at the soccer game, uh, Channing Tatum as Hembo number one, and uh, David Cross is like little bits of improv throughout. But also Paul answering the phone and just being like, hello, my life sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. I liked him a lot, too. He was great. Yeah, was great. Yeah. don't look. She's already looking. <laughs> um... Yeah, it's, uh, I feel like there were also a lot of, like, references to, like, coming out, like, quote-unquote, like, they just kept saying, like, coming out, like, like, the debutante or whatever, like, that's definitely, like, a thing where it's, like, coming out into society and, like, um, like, the jokes, like, when David Cross, like, is, like, assuming that Sebastian is gay, but then, like, goes on about, like, male baldness or something 
Yeah. Like a receding hairline or something like that. And he's mm-hmm. like, I know you have a secret, but you can come out as a bald man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's, like, stuff like that that I'm like, they're definitely, like, doing this on purpose and not as, like, a joke. Like, there's definitely, like, deeper subtext in this movie. Well... And I will figure it out. Is there an equation to, like, what Kenny Ortega said about High School Musical and, like, Ryan? Like, it's like, yeah, like, we filmed it, like, in that context and subtext. But, like, we couldn't, like, say it because of the Disney of it all. Like, I don't know if... I mean, I know Universal's not... PG-13, so I don't know. I know it was 2006, but... But they were, like, marketing to, like, the Nick and Knight kind of, like, Team Nick crowd... I remember, like, I remember seeing TV spots for this a lot back in the day. So, like, they were definitely, like, running advertisements to younger people, and I don't know if they wanted to yeah. do which is unfortunate, don't get me wrong, definitely unfortunate, but it's a reality of, like, what studio, internalized in studio homophobia back in, like, well, even still, you know, um, it's something that's undeniable, and yeah. a lot of movies suffered greatly for that. I mean, Olivia is, like, definitely in love with viola as sebastian like they kind of try to play it off as like the oh she likes the song lyrics but like she was into viola as sebastian before she finds the song lyrics like i think she was like let's just say olivia's gay and like is in love with viola as viola yeah yeah like they had like the whole conversation where it's like i feel like you're the only person who i get along with and who like understands me here like and then they just like had like a heart to heart and like i like they they reasonably flirt as two women like mm-hmm. and yeah there's no reason for it to like not be that way <laughs> yeah i mean but again like because i can't think like is there any other like studio comedy from this era that like actually like dived into it like into like women loving women men loving men no like <laughs> So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, I, that's what I'm thinking, like, is it, like, a Kenny Ortega thing where he, they, like, put the subtext in there for us to discover, but they couldn't, like, I mean, take that up with Shakespeare, buddy. (laughs) Again, take it up with Shakespeare. I I really wish I never fucking brought up Shakespeare, because... (laughs) I mean... I mean, we would have had to, like, this movie's literally based on Shakespeare. (laughs) You cannot, you cannot deny the Twelfth Night of it all. Yeah, I know, I... You know, me who went through AP English, I, I just didn't pick up on the the complexities of the she's the man screenplay. I, <laughs> you I never just, knew the highs and lows of high school football. I, that's all I'm saying. Of high school know, soccer? Yeah. Of AP English. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that Jughead, I mean, uh, Archie quote, but yeah, high school soccer is this movie. Um, Honestly, yeah. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> <laughs> also, speaking, of high speaking of high school soccer, can we just discuss that, like, Sebastian just, like, shows up at the school mm-hmm. and, like, just goes out on a soccer field, like, no questions asked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, allergic to sun. <laughs> I'm allergic to the sun? No, 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 like, like when the brother arrives back from London. Oh, yeah. And right. because yes. of, like, face paint on, they accept I, that he is 
the same as Amanda Bynes. Yeah. Yeah, by that point, I was just, like, literally just, like, staring. Like, like my hand, like, on my head. I was just like, oh, my God, this is fucking nuts. He doesn't play soccer, and he's like, oh, they're telling me to go to a soccer game. I guess I'll just put on this uniform that just has my name on it, and I'll just walk onto this field and try my best. Yeah, he had many opportunities to simply not do that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But he did that for us. Also, the part where David Cross is like, I hate to inform you guys, but Sebastian is a girl. And like, he's like, I'm actually not. <laughs> I'm a guy. <laughs> yeah, the reveal part is just like so chaotic. And then when he takes the megaphone, he's like, Malcolm, can you shed light onto what's going on here? <laughs> Malcolm's like, no, I can't. I'm so sorry. Yeah, that part was like, extremely chaotic and i was like this would not flow today but <laughs> i was still laughing just because like everyone was having a good time with that scene <laughs> again david cross mvp low-key of this movie he- he's really funny in that scene yeah him and channing tatum their shoulders must hurt from carrying this movie That's honestly <laughs> um also- david cross's shoulders broke from carrying the album the chipmunk franchise for uh, 10 years. Him and John Waters like carried his chipmunks. <laughs> my <laughs> my nails look like this. So the album the Chipmunks franchise can look like this. <laughs> the way the franchise looks in question. The picture, like the meme of them like getting head. Like who's getting the best head? <laughs> Adam's gone. He <laughs> just spun around so fast. <laughs> The funniest version. You know, of... you know that meme is like my weakness. It's so funny. The best one is like which chipmunks is which chipmunk is getting the best vaccine for real, and like they they like covered like the girl chipmunks, and it was like Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> I... If I speak about that meme, I will not shut up. So I'll simply say. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. The soundtrack of this movie. Yes. Um, it was like reggaeton music, and then it was just like dirty little secret and move along. <laughs> and I thought that was iconic. <laughs> I got really I... hyped for both of those songs. <laughs> yeah. They're both at the very end. I remember texting Abby, like, when it ended, I was like, it's kind of cool that they, like, just stole my iPod shuffle and, like, programmed it. (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys remember the music video for Dirty Little Secret? I watched it tonight after the movie. Wait, really? Okay, (laughs) is it just, like, my memory? um, Or is somebody, like, IP in the sink? In the music video? I don't remember that. Okay, I remember, like, in third grade, we had a teacher that was just, like, chaotic and, like, did not care what we did. So we would just go on, like, Yahoo music videos, and we would just watch music videos of, like, every single, like, person. In that class was actually when Pete Wentz's nudes leaked. So, like, we were on an <laughs> initial computer. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, you guys don't have um, Firewall? Like, that's a core memory. I don't think so. It was like 2006 or something. Firewall but, was around 2006. I don't know. Your school um, just didn't give a fuck what you were doing. We went on like, um, I don't even know. Like, do you remember those like e cards where you could like 
write shit and like send it to people and it was like a little like video like we would send like we would just like make those and then like we play like everythinggirl.com and um pop tropica things like that Mm -hmm. but anyway so i just remember watching like the music videos for like you're beautiful wake me up when september ends <laughs> and then i remember like the um dirty little secret video i feel like there was a person that like holds up a sign and says like ip in the sink i'm gonna like scrub through the music video right now <laughs> and just see if my memory i have not watched the video since third grade i will say zelena cannon is going on yahoo like clips and not youtube because it was blocked at your school but mm-hmm. you would go on Yahoo to watch videos <laughs> or Mega Clip. Remember Mega Clip? Yeah. Yeah. That w- those were the days. Pop Tropica is definitely the Lino Canon. Pop yeah. Tropica was like summer 2007 and 8, like summed up in its entirety. <laughs> like, Good bam. sight. Um, Pop Tropica? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody like no, rebuilt Club Penguin and um, oh, I went on it. Now. Oh, these secrets are really funny. Somebody said, I waste office supplies because I hate my boss. Um, <laughs> they're, like, flashing too fast for me to, like, read. Yeah, so, I. that's why I didn't know for sure. I was, like, I don't, I'm not sure. Um, I know that one specific one stands out for you, though. <laughs> yeah, I just remember being, like, what the fuck? Um, do it at, like, 0.25 speed. No, I can't do that. Okay. Um... Somebody said, I only love two of my children. Um, <laughs> this, this is, is like the original Whisper App. app. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is Whisper App. OG Whisper Honestly, all the problems in this movie would be absolved if they had Whisper back in 2006. Like, they would just be able to talk about their issues anonymously. <laughs> Wait, do you guys remember, um, is it called Yik Yak? Yeah. Where you could, like, anonymously gossip about people on campus. Yes, 100%. If that existed in this movie, that would have been the end of it. That became a thing when I was a senior in high school, I think. Or, like, a junior, I think. Mm. I I can't remember exactly. But I remember, like, there was a period where, yeah, like, my friends were getting, like, actually, like, offended. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I'm like, guys, let's not do this. I was definitely a freshman in college. Like, I very specifically remember that, but... That, I feel like, was way better, because in high school, like, I think it would be way too easy to figure out what, like, who everything was about, but college, it was, like, a little bit more low-key and, like, spread out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was, like, banned from a lot of schools. Like, they, like, used location settings to, like, ban the app, and um, I think I had it, like, the end of high school, and then, um, like early college but the thing was when I was in college is that I was like in a city so it like wasn't really a campus so like it didn't really matter like it was kind of interesting because I was in like a dorm building that had like a bunch of different schools but then it's just like nobody knows each other so it's like not really tea right but yeah I remember Curious Um, Cat was uh, (laughs) banned from high school for me what were you gonna say yeah. No, you were just like staring like you were gonna say something. No, I sorry, I was just me. I was genuine just like looking. I was just like listening. <laughs> is that similar to Yik Yak? I don't know what that is. Curious, curious cat? cat? Yeah, curious cat is like do you know what that like, is, Kira? It's like kinda like Tumblr Anons, right? 
Yeah, but you can like you can post your answers to like Twitter or like I guess on Instagram oh. it's pointless because you can just like do the Q and A's on Instagram, so it doesn't matter. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. When you said people post them on Twitter, I... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. I've never used it, but I remember it was. It's been around since I was in high school. I definitely remember that. Yeah, I really want to do it, but like I know that it's either going to be like embarrassing that nobody would ask me questions. Um, I kind of want to be like bullied because. <laughs> I just want to know, like... You want to be bullied? <laughs> like, nobody's ever been, like, mean to me on Twitter. Um, and I just find um, it interesting if people... What are we? True. Yeah. <laughs> Patrons, subscribe to the Bullying Kira tier. Get your no. poster on Twitter. <laughs> just, like, Adam will give you my personal phone number. <laughs> I'll just... I'll, like... I'll, I'll If you guys pay me, like, let's say, ten bucks a month... I'll disclose personal information that Kira's not disclosed, so you can really hit her where it hurts. <laughs> Adam ducks and Kira for patrons. <laughs> and then if you if you pay Kira like five, she'll also do the same for me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's like half the people that listen to this already know like my phone number and address, just because I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Buddy, I knew you for a week, and you mailed me a bagel, and I had. It wasn't your a week. And... It wasn't a I... week. <laughs> I knew you for like three years before I mailed you something. Okay? No, no, that's not true. You mailed me that bagel in 2014. I don't think so. I don't I, think so. Because you mailed it with the Inherent Vice poster. Look up when Inherent Vice came out, Kira. It was definitely check. Call me the Queen's like Gambit. Just checkmate. Fuck you. <laughs> Don't yell at me because I have a good memory, Kira. <laughs> is this just from like a need of Adam to try a New York bagel? Like, what is the origin story? Of yeah. That? Oh, do you yeah. not know this? I said, oh, apparently like, I'm not a true fan. I'm so sorry. I feel like we like reference it and then like don't go into detail about it. <laughs> but yeah, Adam had Let's never see. tried a New York bagel, so I got a New York bagel and I like put it in like a vacuum sealed Ziploc bag and like sent it priority shipping to him. <laughs> And then he took a video of him trying it. And I, I, I was like, I was like the food critic, you know, that guy on uh, my day is ruined. Like I was like, I was doing like one of those videos for Kira. I'm like, yeah, the texture here is like stale and it's not great. <laughs> I tried my best. <laughs> but I also remember she gave me an inherent vice poster, um, a playlist, like a, a CD playlist, a mixtape. A mixtape? Yeah, she gave me a mixtape and a New York coffee mug. That sounds like a very 2014 care package. And yeah. a New York postcard, yeah. I remember. Yeah. I, See, I, I do. Yeah. Re- I care. Yeah. Like, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I still have that mixtape, by the way. Good. I don't want to know what's on it anyway. <laughs> it's like literally just the Smiths. It's all the Smiths. <laughs> of course. Of course. Um, yeah. It's all I mean, the Smiths with, like, what one What's New Pussycat. Oh, my God. <laughs> stop. <laughs> with one, it's not unusual. It's not it's unusual. <laughs> so I'll just, like, one. Morris be like, ah, and then it's just, like, <laughs> What's New Pussycat. <laughs> the Salt and Pepper Diner. <laughs> oh. One time, um, some friends and I did that like before I knew who John Mulaney was um, 
I went to a diner that had like mini jukeboxes on the table and we didn't know that like it played for everybody in there like when we put on songs so we just kept putting on All Star by Smash Mouth and we didn't know like we put in so many quarters and we just kept hitting it and then like people were just like staring at us and then we realized that it was like playing All Star by Smash Mouth at every single table <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to remember that diner that I it's like a chain diner but the it's Denny. no not no. <laughs> I was also about to say Denny's. She heard she heard diner and then she was like Denny's. <laughs> Same diner, Denny's. Did it's you know like, that Denny's is like public on the stock market? Oh, is it? Yeah. I got into stocks and like you would not believe what is public on the stock market. You can invest in chicken soup for the soul. <laughs> I and, will be doing that. Thank you. And the hostess stock is just called Twink. <laughs> <laughs> so true, Twink. Um, <laughs> um, the the chain I was thinking of was Johnny Rockets. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Where I also did that, but I can't remember what song I did it for. I just remember we were eat- me and my friends were eating there before we went to go see Scream Four in theaters, mm-hmm. and we were just like being obnoxious like fifteen year olds. As you do. Yeah, and we were playing like some song on repeat, and like the waitress actually had to like tell us like, "Can you stop?" She <laughs> 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 no. hated her job. Yeah, she hated us specifically. She was like, "This dude's asking for cheese fries on a Thursday." Like, <laughs> That's cheese fries bad. on a Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> that's real like theater kids after a last like closing night performance vibes literally you don't don't even get me started <laughs> <laughs> on cheese fries on a thursday no don't get me just well yes but also that should be like me. a spin-off pod where it's like 10 minute episode oh wait we do release our episodes on thursdays <laughs> in many ways zone canon is just cheese fries on a thursday <laughs> Cheese fries and Pepto Bismol on a Thursday. <laughs> um, I definitely remember when I was a theater kid. Uh, we would go to like Denny's after every um, like show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Denny's. And then, awesome. and then the two that the two like lead actors that broke up mid-production like would have a fight in the parking lot, and the rest of us would just be <laughs> like awkwardly like, okay. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> That's Zillennial canon. That is absolutely Zillennial canon. That is theater kid canon as well. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Honestly, if any theater kids are listening and has like have that exact memory, let me know. I'm curious how often that's happened. I'm telling you, I have that exact memory. <laughs> it's me. I'm here live on pod <laughs> telling you that that is my memory. <laughs> oh, Adam, I um I heard on SeltzerCast that you um were talking about the solo menu at Denny's. Absolutely. I also still have the Lando Cup somewhere. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mine's like watched to <laughs> fuck. It's just, it's gone. It's completely evaporated. Is yours? Uh, no, because I use it as like a, like a pen cup. Like any oh. like collectible cups. Like I have my like pop star cup. That famously used to fall um, during every episode, if you remember, Adam. Yes, I do. I, <laughs> I, I think I'm the one that made that executive decision to move it. 
I was like, okay, Kira, you're knocking it over every episode. Let's move it out of the way. Adam, weren't we just talking about Popstar? Never Stop, Never Stop? Yes, we were. I forgot what the context of... Oh, yeah, when I almost got kicked out of the theater when I went to go see it. Um, Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, It was a perfect film. So good, yeah. Genuinely. Yeah, I've seen it, like, eight times, and it only gets better each time. It's so fucking funny. I have to yeah. watch it again. I haven't seen it in a long time. It, it's literally a masterpiece. I, I wish watched... that was Little Cannon. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Well, recently being Valentine's Day, but recently watched the Michael Bolton um, Valentine's Day special, and that's literally the funniest piece of media that has ever been made. I haven't like, watched that. Wait, really? Okay, you should watch it, even though it's not Valentine's Day. It's so fucking funny. It's a Lonely Island like. Production. Oh, okay. I was like, is it yeah. gonna make me depressed? No, like... it's on Netflix. It's a Lonely Island like, um, like variety show. Is it like, like kind of like Bash Brothers? Kind of, yeah. Okay. The whole plot of it, like, I like forgot what the plot was, but like, is the most insane thing, like. I think I was like nervous to watch it because like I kind of associated maybe unfairly with the Bill Murray Christmas thing that Sofia Coppola did. No, and that was awful. That was like terrible. No, like, this is unhinged. This is absolutely unhinged. Oh, it's uh, Russell Crowe. Daniel... What? Oh, it's Russell yeah. Crowe. Yeah. Yeah. So, shout um, out to any unhinged fans out there. <laughs> millennial listeners, uh, stream Michael Bolton's Valentine's. It's I think it's literally the full title is like Michael Bolton's Big Sexy Valentine's Day Special. It's so funny. The cover on Netflix is really funny. Yeah. It's just him and his bare-ass chest on a Valentine's, like, a heart-shaped bed. It's really good. <laughs> um, yeah, and stream Unhinged, too. Yeah. While you're at it. So, I'm the number one champion for that movie. <laughs> Any last thoughts <laughs> on She's the Man? <laughs> I'm so sorry, Abby. We just completely fumbled it. <laughs> No, this is super fun. Uh, I literally just, my notes are literally just like a bunch of quotes that I wrote down. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, go off. Like anything you want to quote that we didn't already bring up. Oh, uh, no, I was just going to say like, I literally can't look at Gouda cheese without being like, my favorite's Gouda. So yeah. that's, that's canon. That's Abby canon. <laughs> oh. Abby canon. <laughs> <laughs> Me not being able to like process Gouda cheese normally. <laughs> Me neither. I'm lactose intolerant. Apparently I am after last week at Tijuana Flats. Oh, okay. Never again, please. Before we're never never, no, never eat that like an hour before we're supposed to talk about Mama Mia. <laughs> Listen, it's so funny though, because I remember that day we recorded uh, or not we, but me and Sean recorded Seltzer Cast, and I was yes. fine. Yeah, I know. And then I, like, texted you, out, like, an hour after dinner, and I was like, Kira, I'm dying. I can't record <laughs> I think I was literally, like, at Sean's, and I was like, I gotta go home and watch Mamma Mia. And then I got home, I started watching Mamma Mia, and you were like, I am passed away. <laughs> Didn't I, like, literally tell you, I am throw- on the bathroom floor throwing up. <laughs> yeah. Like, I cannot talk about Mamma Mia tonight. <laughs> the way I was actually so hype when you did the new profile picture and it was Mamma Mia, I was like, fuck yeah. This is gonna be a great week, guys. My favorite film. 
<laughs> and then you had to wait like an extra like five days for it. <laughs> Every day, me consistently refreshing Spotify, being like, "Is it up? <laughs> Where's the Mama Mia app?" <laughs> the Suez Canal tweet that you sent me, Adam. <laughs> oh yeah, it, I didn't send that to you, Kara, but like the the canal thing, but like it's the Mama Mia. Uh, here we go again, scene. Oh my god, the villain. Yes, yeah, like <laughs> oh my god, the canal opened. <laughs> <It's that. laughs> <laughs> on the ever given today <laughs> oh my god yeah it's so good um yeah I, i'll never do that again um so sorry to the listeners but i did deliver this week and i came on time like to talk about uh she's the man which you know what it's all right. Not a bad movie. Not a bad little movie. That's my review. <laughs> Thanks, Adam. Not a bad little movie. <laughs> yeah, Adam, I mean, it's good. It holds up. It's super fun. Um, had a great time watching it. Uh, oh, yeah. How did you guys watch it? I rented it on YouTube. I forgot to. I rented it on Amazon. Nice. Adam definitely did one of three movies. <laughs> um, I, hey, I, w- I did it on the put locker today. Thank you very okay. much. Okay. Um, and there were no um, moms in my area who wanted to see me this time mm-hmm. on the ads. So that's good. <laughs> they wanted to come watch She's the Man with you. She's like, <laughs> watching She's the Man without me, baby? Like, that's crazy. Like, I... <laughs> It's like 40-year-olds in Orlando, Florida want to watch She's the Man. <laughs> they should do that on those free movie sites, but like like paste like whatever movie you're on the page for. Yeah, just like yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> so good. Watching John D. Elman alone loser. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's how it's supposed to be. It's sort of like keek shaming, it's like movie shaming. Like on the <laughs> Adam, are you watching Shark Tale during a pandemic? You <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> Me watching Accepted for the 8,000th time. Really? Again? Oh, also, I, I do want to clarify. Abby gave us a few options because we, we let her have like free reign this week of like what mm-hmm. to choose. And she uh, let me and Kara like narrow it down. And one of the choices was accepted 2006. Six. I want to say, yeah. I feel like you've DM'd that to me before too on like TikTok. What's it like? What's with that movie? I love um, it. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> but it's well, like people don't know it. Like, I don't think it's as popular as, oh, like, obviously, as She's the Man. But I don't think a lot of people know it. I just really love that movie. But I made well, Adam watch it. Well, Adam I remember. It I remember yeah. it being on Comedy Central. But is that the one with John Heater? No. Uh, oh. This one's with Justin Long and Jonah Hill. Like, lively. Oh, okay. And also, Louis Black is in it, too. From She's the Man. Yeah. I Make a fake college. Yeah, it's... <laughs> I highly recommend. Well, I wanted to bring it up, because that was, like, Abby's other choice. And... Mm-hmm. Um, I watched it even though we weren't covering it this week and I really liked it actually. And I told her, I'm like, even though me and Kira probably have like no memories of that movie, I could see how, like, I'm curious if anyone else thinks it's like no canon because like, if I watched it in 2006, 2007, I would have loved it. It's so, it's really sweet. Like it's a really sweet, like coming of age movie. And 
Um, so yeah, I guess I'm just like posing the question for the listeners. Like, has anyone seen Accepted? I'm curious if anyone else <laughs> likes it because I watched it in 2021 and I kind of loved it. Like, has I'm anyone surprised. except me in the entire world? <laughs> <laughs> it's a really sweet movie about like not having to go to college and you shouldn't yeah. feel like a failure if you don't go to a giant big college. Like, it's yeah. a really sweet movie. I really liked it and it's also super funny. Damn, so maybe yeah. somebody should have told Amanda Bynes that before she dressed up like a boy <laughs> only to go and play soccer at a very expensive prep school. Honestly, they <laughs> You know what we also like has never been a question that I've had about this movie until this watch is like, what did Viola's school think she was doing for these two weeks? They're not concerned at all. <laughs> the parents are not notified, like no one yeah. cares that she's just not there. I no laws, no rules, no brain cells, just vibes. This is what happens when we give Viola the communist manifesto. Just, <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, I'm done. I'm I'm done. <laughs> the end of there will be blood. I'm finished. Me at the end of every, just covered in blood, holding a holding a bowling just beating the shadow. I'm I, <laughs> okay well should we start plugging away yeah um okay. abby it's, abby do you want to plug anything or? oh <laughs> <laughs> oh um yeah i mean all my social media is abby leaves l-e-i-b-z and i don't do anything else but if you follow me on tiktok i will take that as an opportunity to send you many many zillennial related tiktoks i curate some really good ones so uh follow for more she did send me a Twilight TikTok the other day that made me laugh my ass off, genuinely. So, I did tell Adam that you guys were cowards for not covering the Twilight Saga on the pod yet, and Kira, he threw you under the bus so fast it wasn't even funny. How? How? Because I told I you, I'm to like a month of Twilight. No, you. Okay, no. Hey, listen. Okay, no, we're not. Oh. No, Uh-oh. listen here, Kira. I brought this up to you like months ago, and I said. I want to do like Twilight. And you said, I'm rewatching them right now. And they're honestly not as good as I remember. I don't want to cover them. You told me that. that. What are you talking yes, about? Yes, you d- um, I have had in Kira, my brain I swear that to I God. want to do a month of Twilight. And then I was scared too, did it. So I was like, I feel like we shouldn't like copy them and do it. Like shout out to JVT and Fesh. Um, shout okay. out to, let me just plug my episode on Eclipse where a lot of the runtime was spent talking about how Jasper was in the Confederate Army. <laughs> okay, you know what? Argument aside, I want to do that too. <laughs> That's we all can. I'll say. Okay, yeah. And I have guests already lined up for that that have been messaging me for months saying, I want to come on Z Cannon for Twilight. Okay, let's do it. Friends Once that don't talk month? to me otherwise said, <laughs> I want to come on your pod for Twilight. <laughs> all right, you heard it here first. Z Cannon listeners, uh, Twilight coming soon. <laughs> um, well, you can follow us on Twitter at Zillennial Cannon and on Instagram at Zillennial Cannon and send us memes and send us voicemails and emails and be nice in our email inbox, please. Yeah, don't send us like threatening yeah, emails yeah. demanding that we talk about things, which has yeah. happened and. It has made me and Kira collectively shit our pants. So, like, don't do that. Um. Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Garlic Emoji and Adam. Don't follow me anywhere. 
Okay. Well, Adam was also on Seltzer Cast. So. Oh yeah, that was yeah, that was super fun. I uh, labeled all of the like Lacroix drinks with uh, Fast and Furious members. I gave them their own yeah. personal seltzers, and that was fun. And Sean's a great host, so definitely check that out. Yeah, I went over his house, and he was like, "Do you want this passion fruit Lacroix?" And in my head, I'm like. I just listened to Adam and Sean say that they did not like this. No, I'm not having this. <laughs> he just has all the leftover ones in his house. I'm directly looking at my 12 pack that I bought for the pod that I have. There's 11 others in there right now. What? I just have not tasted. I, that's probably going to be in there for until I get rid of it. Um, I. <laughs> all right. Um, well, oh, but do check I, out AOK. Yeah. Check out AOK. That's yeah. that's a fun show. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Abby, thank you so much. It was an honor. Thank you guys. It was <laughs> an honor truly to... the honor was mine. <laughs> honor and, to be your uh, first phone fan. Shout out to uh, the 2020 election. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Max Evil. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad that like the stressful like election night was what like led you to us. <laughs> Honestly, we could tie Max Keeble to like biding us with like a lot of people like drew Dietzen, abby yeah. like yeah. a lot of just maybe, maybe we won the 2020 election really makes you think <laughs> maybe the real 2020 election was the friends we made along the way exactly exactly all right i Bye, can't y'all. top that yeah <laughs> <laughs>